Hi, everybody. My name is Tim Johnson, and this is... In the Neighborhood. And your name is? Uh, Stacy Forho. <laughs> <laughs> well, great, and I'm spilling stuff all over the place. Great way to start the show. <laughs> Mary, uh, Mary Pilly. Yes. Uh, you're with Junior Achievement. Mm -hmm. Junior Achievement of Central Illinois. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. We uh, love to get people with passion, and I've seen you all around this the last few months uh, ah. in different locations. So uh, tell us what uh, Junior Achievement is. How long do we have? 29 <laughs> minutes. Well, sometimes, yeah, because I, I am pretty passionate about it. But I guess in a nutshell is that we inspire and prepare young people to succeed in a global economy. And uh, so basically... What that means is um, we have uh, an army of volunteers from the community, folks like even yourselves, because mm -hmm. we love people from all different backgrounds. And they basically um, use our curriculum that's been developed by experts. It's hands-on experiential. They go into the classroom, and they uh, share uh, stories and experiences and activities with the students in the classroom that focus on three key areas. And those three key areas are financial literacy, entrepreneurship, and work and career readiness. So basically helping students connect the dots between the academic uh, lessons that they learn, like math and science and reading, and then relating that back to, well, why does that really matter and how you connect the dots for those subjects in the real world. Mm -hmm. And um, we basically uh, do that beginning in kindergarten going through high school. Wow. So it works best when it's done sequentially. Uh, so it's, I like to refer to it as uh, farming, right? So uh, when they're young, you're like, you're starting to plant the seeds, you're planting seeds young. And then as they grow, those concepts of, such as what do I wanna be when I grow up? How do I become financially savvy? What if I wanna start my own business, be an entrepreneur? those seeds start to grow and, and foster and someday turn into a great person who has a line of sight to what they want to be. So That's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool. How many volunteers does it take for you guys to run that around mm, here? Well, just basically talking about classroom volunteers, mm -hmm. we have around 600. Wow. It's a pretty good number. And then aside from that, we have um, about 20, we have 26 board members for our governing board, and then we have uh, regional advisory boards as well. So we have one in McLean County, Logan County, and Tasmo County. Mm -hmm. So those each consist of like five to ten people as well. And so they're kind of our feet on the ground, if you will. Mm -hmm. But we, um, we actually have junior achievement in um, six counties currently. Um, and with that, well, last year we had about 15,000 students that were impacted, wow. and we're going to be well above that this year. So we had the, um, the career spark um, that happened back in October. You took part in that yeah. as well. So we shared space uh, with communications and so forth, and we had about 3,700 eighth graders come through that. So wow. we were pretty excited to partner with the EDC to make that come to life. So we're already starting to plan next year. So Career Spark uh, is a way for kids to get excited about careers and kind of explore careers mm -hmm. on a 
little mini scale. So yeah. uh, for us, we were able to actually do a mini show where kids could come in um, and do their own little show. There's some really talented mm-hmm. kids that were just going with it and, yeah. and making their own shows, and it was pretty cool. But they had uh, construction, they had nursing, a bunch of different Yeah, ones. we had uh, eight different industries uh, represented there that day. So basically what was supposed to happen um, from all the different schools, they were supposed to have two sessions of a JA program called uh, JA Job Shadow, which was to prepare them to be ready that day. So they did like mock interviews and things like that. And so um, then they had a pre-assessment so that they had an idea of what to expect when they got there. They also did like a career assessment, which was supposed to identify for them what their top two or three um, kinds of jobs they might be interested so they could make sure that they go visit stations that related back to that. So you can imagine a lot of kids maybe like healthcare. Mm-hmm. Some kids liked manufacturing, which was a pretty cool setup, I must say. Um, you know, I was in the communications one, and we did this thing. It was an improv. And so the students had questions, and they had to get up on a stage. I was shocked at how many students actually did that, and they would get back in line and try to go again. <laughs> they mm-hmm. really liked hamming it up. Yeah. So I think that says a lot um, about students feeling comfortable speaking in public. Mm-hmm. So that's that was kind of cool. I bet that was a lot of fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was two long days, though. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, but all in all, it, it, went, really it went really, really well. Yeah. We're thrilled. So what's your favorite achievement that uh, Junior Achievement does? Mm. That's hard. That's a hard one. Um, I think I've... I'll be there five years in May, and I think um, one of, being able to impact more students every year is always a great goal. So we have progressively impacted more students year over year over year. And so we haven't slipped backwards. We've gone forward. So that, you know, impacting more students, that at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. And I think coupled with that is the fact that we are able to identify and secure volunteers to teach in the classroom. So, you know, a school or a teacher can say, we want to do JA this year, but if we can't find a volunteer to go in and teach the class, then, you know, it's, it's a moot point because it's, it's, the secret sauce is the volunteer leading the session. So we also have a really good track record through our program team um, to find volunteers to fill to fill the request for being in the classroom. So I think our growth in the number of volunteers and retention, more students, we have uh, increased our geographic impact. So um, we went, when I first started, we were in four counties. We're now in six. So we've uh, branched out into Woodford as well as Sagamon County. And then bigger picture, much bigger picture, long-term growth, uh, as we've set the stage so that someday we could actually be in 29 counties. Wow. But our <clears throat> strategically, we would like to expand in Springfield and then um, eventually get to Champaign and Decatur because those are kind of some bigger areas that we could raise money and get the volunteers to go mm-hmm. into the classroom. So those are some pretty good accomplishments. We're uh, working on three kind of campaigns to move the needle on each of our three pillars. So we have started a youth entrepreneurship initiative, which is to uh, grow our own. We want to grow our own 
um, youth to want to go into business for themselves or to create um, a product or a business to problem solve an issue and create the solution for that. So uh, we've partnered with the EDC for that too and we're going to do five JA company programs um, over the next five years in five counties. We've also partnered with Bradley University in their entrepreneurship school um, to start a cohort uh, beginning in February. So any high school student that wants to be part of that, they can to start their own real business wow. through that initiative. And we have our JA Titan, which is another youth entrepreneurship program. So we're growing entrepreneurs. The second area is healthy money habits. Um, we have an epidemic in our country of a lot of our, not only just youth, but even adults that need to learn a little bit more about financial literacy. If you think about the the rapid growth of payday loan companies or, and mm -hmm. you know, being, you, you would understand that a lot, <laughs> yeah. I would imagine, Stacy. So we want to help students learn how to manage their money early on. And statistics show that kids basically shape their opinions about money by the time they're in fourth or fifth grade. Wow. And we talk to so many people, adults, who say, boy, I wish I had been taught that when I was in school. Mm -hmm. So we put a stake in the ground and we want to show as many young people as possible that no matter what you decide to be when you grow up and you can live within your means, that you can do that. Mm -hmm. You got to create a budget, determine wants and needs. You might want something, but do you really need it? Got to pace yourself. And then the third one is our career pathways, which is in conjunction with uh, some other partners to improve um, students' readiness to be um, ready to go on to what are, whatever happens after high school, whether that's to go straight into the workforce or if that's to go get a certificate or an apprenticeship or go on to either an associate's or a bachelor's degree. So, so we, we've had some success <laughs> around those three kind of campaigns. People can wrap their minds around that. Mm -hmm. And so we've, we've had a lot of fun with that. So, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So if someone wanted to be one of those volunteers to go into mm -hmm. the classroom, yeah. tell us about that in regards to application, time, mm -hmm. commitment, what that would require yeah. of someone. Right. So being a volunteer for junior achievement in the classroom is pretty easy. We basically provide all of the materials. So it's... Um, you get a kit or it's either a blended and we uh, provide the training so uh, we have um, Angie who's our program mm -hmm. uh, director does uh, trainings for all new volunteers so people feel comfortable we also have online videos that show every program every session and walks people through what it would look like to be in the classroom okay. plus it's pretty easy because there's a book that shows exactly every lesson and what you need to do mm -hmm. to, to make that happen um, the teacher's in the classroom with the student, so, um, so that makes it kind of easy. They're there for classroom management, kind of behavior sure. things. So it takes um, a little bit of time, maybe 30 minutes to prep for each session. You go teach your 45-minute session, and then you're done. So elementary grades are five sessions, so basically five times a volunteer would go to the classroom, and poof, they're done. And um, so it's a very minimal time commitment for making a huge impact in a person's life. Mm -hmm. so. so five sessions, meaning like five weeks in a row? It or? can be. So we, we align the teacher with the volunteer, and they work together to set their own schedule. Oh, okay. So it's pretty – teachers – love having junior achievement in their classroom. Mm -hmm. And so they totally want to work with the volunteers 
to make sure that they are coming on the right day at the right time and the students are really excited to see them as well every week uh, it's kind of a highlight for them to have someone from the outside come and talk about what they do for a living where they're from their company and in addition to the lessons so um, to sign up someone can just go to our website we have an online volunteer sign up form yeah. or they can contact us on the phone um, we have a multiple different ways and hopefully we'll be able to share that too so it's pretty easy so a bulk of your volunteerism happens during the school year uh, I would say 99% of the volunteerism happens during the school year so we're uh, for the fall semester we're winding down so Christmas breaks are beginning to happen and we're starting to get all of our verifications in that uh, volunteer a finished teaching in in the classroom and we're gearing up now for the spring semester which is really where we have the majority of our classes it seems like it fits better in with the teacher schedules and matches up with their curriculum a little better in the spring so we're anxious to get going and get some new volunteers in so hopefully this will help inspire someone to maybe at least inquire about it and we can share more information with them so is it too late if you haven't volunteered uh, oh gosh no for next <laughs> oh gosh no it's never too late <laughs> See, there you go Tim <laughs> we are we uh, we want to have a JA volunteer reserves <laughs> so we want to have people waiting in the wings ready to go yep awesome. we have a lot of returning volunteers too so most people that enjoy doing it they want to come back again and again we have some people who've been doing it for like 20 some years Wow yeah so it's a long-term I mean you can do it long-term but Sometimes people go in, they're like, you know, this isn't really for me. And that's okay, too. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Depend on the grade, too, right? Cause oh, yeah. <laughs> sure and that's the other thing. Impact. During the training right. session, we look at, uh, we kind of talk about the students at the different age levels. Like, if, if you like little kids and you want little kids to come up and hug you and, and just really get excited about that, um, they may act a little goofy too, then then elementary is your thing. If you want to, uh, you know, want to work with middle school students, that is really um, a, a great age to have junior achievement because, for many reasons, but school gets harder, p more peer pressure, things are just a little more chaotic, and it's uh, sometimes when kids begin to kind of disengage a little get, bit with the learning in school process, so having something like JA to keep them energized and enthused about school helps keep them engaged. But I will say, you know, kids in junior high are a little bit more uh, you got to be creative in keeping their attention. And then high school is, it's really like talking to another adult, you know, if you've got an engaged class of students. So, but everybody's different. Some people only like to do high school. Some people only do grade school. And then we have some people that say, put me anywhere. Give me the school that has the most challenges. That's where I want to be. <laughs> other, we have parents that say, I want to volunteer in my student's classroom. And we're like, that's cool. That's fine. So it gives them another chance to get in the classroom, see what's going on, and connect on another level with their own student. So you're listening or watching uh, In the Neighborhood on PeoriaLife.com, and we're with Mary Pilly of uh, Junior Achievement and talking about the great things that, that they do. How did you get started in all of this? Well, um, it's really a kind of a fun story. I had worked... 
Um, I basically have had three careers in my in my life. So I started off in the retail world. I was I was a buyer and a store manager, and so I got to learn all like the customer service aspects of a for profit company. Mm-hmm. Uh, worked for Bergners and started there right out of college, and so I did that for 13 years, and then I switched gears and went to work for a not for profit where we uh, it was a membership organization where we were pro- provided like HR. Uh, training, uh, workforce development kinds of activities for companies all over Illinois. So from that perspective, I got to learn from the employer side what are the um, issues that they face with regards to recruiting and retaining qualified talent. And so from that, I'm like, I heard lots of things around, oh, people come and they don't hang around and we can't find people that are qualified to fill the jobs and the whole skills gap thing. So I did that for 19 years, and then the opportunity came around for junior achievement, and I I didn't know much about it. So when I started doing my due diligence, I'm like, wow, I was meant to do this because I've been hearing this from the employer's perspective for so many years, Mm -hmm. and now I get a chance to just work earlier in the supply chain, getting young people ready to go into the workforce Mm -hmm. so that collectively we can... Um, grow our communities, we can grow our economy. So it's just kind of come full circle. And I love um, being able to go out and still talk to employers and talk with businesses, but on a, on a totally different level now, on a level that truly is making a difference in the lives of young people, which is our future workforce. So it's pretty cool. I'm very lucky to get to do what I do. That's so, awesome. Yeah. What schools are you guys in around here? Just to kind of give people um, who wanted to volunteer an idea of where they would be going. Yeah, so if you uh, were <clears throat> in uh, Peoria Public Schools, okay. uh, Dunlap, Morton, East Peoria, Washington, uh, Metamora, Germantown Hills. Okay. Yeah, pretty much all of them were public and private. Okay. And um, all, all different levels of schools. So um, we love to also go talk to uh, folks in schools that have not had junior achievement up until this point. So just to go talk to them about what are their, uh, what are their goals and objectives and what are some gaps that they might see maybe uh, in their curriculum that they want to enhance. So we mm-hmm. supplement their already existing curriculum uh, very nicely. Our, um, the JA materials are correlated back to the... Um, state learning standards. So for a teacher, they can look at our lessons. Every single lesson correlates back to social sciences, English language arts, and even math in some cases. So that it it complements and supplements what they're already doing as opposed to being something, well, just another thing I have to do. So it it really is beneficial to them as well. What school would you like to be in? What's, What's a school that you haven't quite reached yet that you would like to be in? Hmm. I, I would um, feel very good, we would feel very good about being able to expand our footprint in Peoria Public Schools. Um, I think that there's um, opportunity there for uh, that expansion, and, and for us, it's about building capacity to do that. So, mm-hmm. so we need volunteers. We need volunteers and funding. Uh, we, we do all of our own fundraising. And so it's a matter of um, we have to balance out our student growth, so more classrooms with the ability to pay for that. 
So since we teach financial literacy, guess what? We have to be uh, good stewards of the monies that we raise from our donors and events and things like that. So if we were able to raise more money, we would be able to be in even more classrooms. So we've also been able to increase our fundraising activities um, over the last few years, too. So... And speaking of which, you have, never some pretty, you have some pretty creative fundraising that you do, because I know that I've gotten to participate the oh, last two years. Which, what did you do? The stock exchange. Oh, cool. That is a fun event. The stock market, <laughs> yes. the stock market challenge That's crazy. is a pretty, a pretty fun event. Um, so basically, it's, you, uh, it simulates the New York Stock Exchange, and people work in teams they get a million dollars to trade, and they buy and sell shares of stock. And there's like um, real-time mm -hmm. news tips and news alerts and all kinds of things that happen to make the stock values go up or down. At the end of the night, uh, you we have a couple winners, mm -hmm. and so it's just it's very intense, very high, fast-paced but pretty fun. Oh, yeah. That's insane. I know that yeah. uh, when I first came on board with Illinois National Bank, Adam Lofgren's mm -hmm. on your board. And, yeah. And I went, and, and we did get first place that year, but, yeah. man, was that intense. Because <laughs> <laughs> was it two hours? of? Yeah. Yeah, it's like a little under two hours. Yeah. yeah of trading, and, and one minute is a day. Right. right? Mm -hmm. So one minute equals one wow. day of trading, and so it's just – and it's always changing, and then every night, like, it kind of goes off, and you're like, oh, my gosh, what's going to happen, and right. where am I going to end up? And, yeah, intellectually, it's a lot of fun. Intellectually, it's pretty engaging. Oh, yeah. So, and it's different than anything else around. And what we like about it is that it does tie back to, you know, the free enterprise and how the economy works, it's which real. is what we're about, right? Yeah. Exactly. So people need to know how, how the world works, and that's so part of that. do you guys that. have that one already scheduled then? Uh, we are working on finalizing okay. the date, but the okay. good news, it's going to be in May. We are um, we have it in Bloomington, too, okay. so we're going to be changing venues. This year in Bloomington, we are going to have a student event during the day. Oh, wow. So we already have about 100 kids uh, ready to go to be part of that. So they're going to have a couple hours of instruction before they start and they do their own student competition. Okay. And we're going to give them lunch and send them on their way. And then we'll do the event at night then for adults. Very so, cool. Yeah, it's a pretty cool thing. We do our, um, our biggest fundraiser from an event perspective is our uh, Business Hall of Fame event, okay. uh, which this year is going to happen on March 1st. Okay. That's at the Hotel Pere Marquette. And this year, we're honoring um, three really great people. We honor great people every year. But this year, it's uh, Mike Cullinan, um, who runs a bunch of different companies related to construction and roads and things like that. And then Preston Jackson, okay. who's a celebrated artist and entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. And then the third one is Andrew Rand, who heads up the uh, Advanced Medical Transport and um, so the neat thing about that event is we get to hear their life story mm -hmm. through a, pro a video that we produce. And it, it, it's meant to inspire and prepare young people because a lot of times in my experience of doing this, the people that have become really successful really came from humble beginnings. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like they were born with success in their back pocket. They made it happen through hard work, um, resilience, grit. And, you know, just being persistent. And everybody can have those same qualities, 
right? So I was talking to someone yesterday about the event, and they said even for themselves, they put themselves in the shoes of, I could be like that. So it's inspiring even for adults that are there, Mm -hmm. but especially um, for the students that are there. And we have a volunteer of the year and a student of the year and a teacher of the year as well. So it's a celebration of accomplishments for people doing good work throughout the community. And we usually have about 400 people sell out. So, yeah, it's a cool event. And they can probably see, people listening can probably see everything that's going on on your website. So what is that mm-hmm. website? Yeah, our website is, um, if you just type in centralillinois.ja.org, okay. um, they can look at our new and improved website. And um, we also have uh, an exhibit uh, of our Hall of Fame at the Peoria Riverfront Museum, so folks could even probably go and see um, the videos and so forth of our former laureates and learn about their lives and how they are making a difference in the community. So. How about a phone number that they can call in case they have questions about Yes, um, phone number is area code 309-682-1800. <laughs> That's awesome. They can even email me directly, too, if they wanted to. Mary, you can share it. Mary.pilly, P-I-L-L-E, at J-A.org. Okay. So we have about four minutes left. Is there mm-hmm. any uh, particular thing you want to talk about or share? Stories you have, success stories about some kids and or adults being volunteers. Hmm. Well, we, we get to hear stories um, oftentimes from the volunteers. Um, we do a wrap-up session with one of our uh, partners that provides a lot of volunteers, and so we get to hear their stories at the end of the semester. And I would I would say that most of them come back and say, you know, I think I got more out of this than anybody. And it's just that that feeling of knowing that you're making a difference. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had, you know, situations where there are students that, you know, aren't necessarily um, have the opportunity to be exposed to different kinds of occupations or, you know, they don't, they don't know what a checkbook looks like or how to balance a checkbook or write a check. And, and so even just to see the light bulbs go off, um, when I have volunteered to see the light bulbs go off in their minds of, oh, so that's why that's important. You know, we talked about in eighth grade, we do a, a, a credit, we do the differences between credit cards and debit cards and your credit score. And we play this game where um, they have to, um, they're late paying their cell phone bill, and so therefore they have to pay. Um, that goes against their credit score, and they're like, are you kidding me? They, and so it's just those examples of kind of the light bulbs going off. That's, that's pretty cool. So um, I have many stories that I could share, but I don't think I could do it in, a, in four minutes or less. <laughs> um, but I, I will tell you that the volunteers get a lot out of it. That's why they go back year after year. Obviously, the students get a lot out of it. We have a student ambassador program. Uh, we have students volunteer to come and speak on our behalf at different events and uh, like when we do other kinds of interviews and things. So it would be neat sometime to have a JA kid come on and talk about what they've learned Absolutely. and the impact that it's had on them. Yeah. We had one student that had uh, junior achievement and was, gonna, uh, was in high school and was going to go uh, study a whole different field of study, but she loved J.A. personal finance so much when she had it, she, studied, she decided to change her major to business and is studying finance now and absolutely loves it. 
Interesting. So, yeah. She wouldn't have probably thought of it. She would have never thought of it. And we <clears> had <throat> another student who studied business because of our J.E. Titan program and is now an accountant with another big employer here in town. So there's lots of J.A. alums around. So J.A. alums, contact us. We'd <laughs> love to hear your story. I have them come back as volunteers too, have right? they, Oh, gosh, yeah. They make the best because they know the impact that it had on them. That's awesome. So it sounds like you, you really make a difference with everything that you guys do. Yeah, we have a lot of uh, data that supports that. Two and a half times more likely to start and own a business, um, more likely to uh, be more financially astute than the average person, more likely to go on to get a degree. So just really basic things. So that's awesome. awesome. neat. Let's share the website one more time so people can go there yeah. to volunteer yep. and learn what you have coming yep. up this So if they year. just Google centralillinois.ja.org, okay. that should get them there. Awesome. I challenge everybody to volunteer and get involved, uh, whether it's Junior Achievement or any of the different organizations that we talk to. Uh, we can only make Peoria better if we step up and make the change. Mm -hmm. So uh, make sure you get involved. We're here with... Uh, Mary Pilly of Junior Achievement, and thank you so much for your time. Oh, thank you so much. You know, many hands make light work. That's right. So there you go. Thank we'll you. leave it on that note. Thank you so awesome. much. Thank you. Mm -hmm. PeoriaLife.com.